Trek program. It's time for action, Program complete. Listen when ready. And then the one where the Negus gets castrated. Welcome to the Nerd Trek <laughs> Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining oh. us. I am Jeff. God damn it. <laughs> so sneaky with that record button. I like doing it just because <laughs> it just fucks with you guys. Um, I'm here with Phil. With Phil. The, coldest, the coldest cold open. Hi, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. I'm just getting this ball rolling. Get the beer out of my nose. Cool. Because if not, we'll just sit here talking about cat litter for for an hour. Oh, did you know they deliver life. 40 pounds of cat litter? Did you know they do, you can get cat litter cow. delivered right to your door? It's amazing. It says it like it's a good thing. We thought it was good, whatever. <laughs> I, I hope you tipped your delivery person for having to carry combined 80 pounds of cat litter. a little cat litter back his way. Just have the, him hold out his hand. The 20 feet from like the driveway to my front door. Yeah, well, they had to go from Walmart to the car, and the car to to your door. He was all the work you wanted to do, Like he had to carry it, had to lift it into the car. There's, I mean, like, what if they get injured? Do they sue you or do they sue the the like delivery company? No, I would the delivery love to see the cat litter lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to to like order like ten boxes of cat litter. I ordered two and it wasn't a problem, so. Like, Thanks for the sale, PetSmart. Would you please sponsor us? <laughs> sponsor us for all the Star Trek pets. And we'll do it, but when he doesn't tip, the next one's going to take like a week to get there. Like, <laughs> no, I tip. I'm not an asshole. Okay. No. That's weird. Well, those are not mutually exclusive statements, so I believe the first. I'm not sure about the second. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that just, he's not that type of asshole. Different yeah. types. Yeah. Ah, yes, all right. I'm the good type. Speaking of assholes, uh, let's talk about Star Trek. It's not a bop it, Jeff. It's bop it. <laughs> Twist it. All right. Um. <laughs> that was a reference to a movie we saw recently called uh, Joyride. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, so today we're talking about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Season 3, Episode 15, Destiny, original air date, February 13th, 1995, Valentine's episode. Not what really. A Valentine's episode. Oh. It's a Valentine's episode. Um, <laughs> basically, there's a Bajoran prophecy, uh, and these Cardassians want to set up a communication station uh, in the Delta Quadrant and to go through the wormhole, and, but now there's a fear that it might destroy the wormhole and the prophets and and the Cardassian wants blue. to get with Chief O'Brien. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Um, <laughs> apparently that that's how out of the blue, but Cardassians ooh. made is like you just argue. Yeah, we learned a little bit about Cardassians. They, apparently they're very much like Klingons. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Probably a little less. Yeah, like, Card- stabby. I was just saying, yeah, Klingons. It's more physical fighting, and Cardassians. It's just being a pain in the ass to each other. It's arguing. Until, yeah. Until you give in. Why are you such a pain in the ass? <laughs> I thought you loved me. I love you so much. Well, and then it's funny too because she's like, um, "Well, you're a male," and in Cardassians, it's the females who are into the sciences. I did kind of like that. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the women are just better in sciences in Cardassia. Yeah, Card- men on suck. Cardassia. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I think what I liked about this one is that we get some of Cisco kind of struggling with his identity as the emissary versus the commander and kind of like, you know, walking that line. He's always kind of walked of, of you know, who is he? Um, well, yeah, and who and, knew Odo needs to be a therapist? Holy cow. Yeah, he like good. nailed the human nature inside of Cisco better than he knew himself. I'm like, you're supposed to be okay, a data you, character. You're not supposed to know people. I got you <laughs> humans figured out. Don't worry about it. You're Put all just sex. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, all but he can't tell uh, Kira how he feels. He can't tell, yeah, he can't tell Kira that he loves her. Well, it's just like in therapy today. I can give great advice, but I can't take my own advice. That is nonsense. <laughs> is that what you learned uh, in therapy today? That's what I learned in therapy today. Yeah. Good times. It's nonsense. Um, <laughs> and I think the other thing I like, too, is that we get, which it speaks to, I think, I think religion as, as a as a whole and kind of the theme in Star Trek is that, you know, there's a prophecy and there's many different ways to interpret it and, and kind of how you balance that. Like, cause even Kira's like, I have my faith and I have my work and, you know, it's hard to kind of bridge those two. And, them. Yeah. yeah. And like her relationship with, with Cisco as a commanding officer, but also potentially like a religious, you know, uh, figure. It's gotta be kind of weird. Right. It's like working for God or like Jesus or something. Yeah, I was going like, to say, because it is, it's not like working with your religious coworker. It's like working with somebody who's a prophecy fulfilled, Muhammad yeah. or Christ or something like that. Like it's, that would be really weird. Yeah. And, and he's still, yeah. And he's still trying to figure out how to deal with like visions and the prophecies and stuff and like how he fits into it all kind of thing. Right. If you think about it, it basically is what all Jesus' disciples probably had to deal with, because they're like, I work with him, but I know who he's supposed to be and, like, believe in the prophecy. And He's just a carpenter, like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> he's a shitty tipper. You're like, JC didn't tip again. We gotta, oh, we gotta cover his ass. I'm pretty sure we can't compare Phil and his kitty litter to Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, <laughs> um, there are some differences there. <laughs> they're, they're both middle-aged white men. True. I didn't say there weren't any similarities. <laughs> I'm saying there's lots of differences. What? If you look real hard, yes, you could probably find I don't, some. I don't think Phil speaks. I like Aramaic how you threw white men in there. What what ethnicity did you think yeah, Jesus was? What did you think Jesus like, was? <laughs> I'm it's a joke. He's not clearly. he's not Obi-Wan Kenobi, no matter what the pictures may look like. God, I, I would pray to the, the, the shit out of that man. Um <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked here. Um, Not really. I mean, any of these episodes that deal with Bajorans and their religion and the prophecies and him being the emissary and stuff like that is is very much a, a Christianity and Jesus parallel. So it's not bad to touch on that. But. I thought what was interesting, too, is because um, there is kind of some some doubt thrown on uh, this uh, Vedic who, who comes and kind of gives the prophecy because it's like, well, he's kind of an extremist. He, or he he doesn't like the Cardassians and he was like thrown out. So he's not really a Vedic. Yeah. But then at the end, even Cisco's like, hey, tell me more. Like, you know, and which I but I did like that, that the Vedic, too, was like, you know, maybe I had some bias there. Maybe, you know, I misinterpreted this a little bit. Well, yeah. And I, I always once again, I love how Cisco handles that because he doesn't just go oh i don't believe that and kind of a thing he listens to him and he hears him out and then he asks very relevant questions 
then he rolls his eyes a little. Then he rolls his eyes a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but but for instance, at the end, you know, they're not the end. After they're done talking, the Vedic is like, "All right, well, me and my followers are going to go outside and pray for you." And he's not like, "No, I don't want you to do that." He's like, "You you have that right. Go for it." Like that's yeah, (laughs) sure. That was more of a like, "Ah, I can't stop you. So well, it is, but it's knock knock yourself out. Well, I think Cisco walks. It's like, all right, go do what you want to do. Like, (laughs) well, and I think Cisco does a good job of kind of walking that line. And this is not just with, as far as the Bajoran faith. He, I think he does this through his command and dealing as a father with 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 Jake. And you know, when things come up with like Kira or O'Brien, it's like he's very, like, I'll see both sides. I'm gonna see what's going on. I mean, obviously he's the commanding officer, so what he says goes. But he's, but he'll he'll he values all the opinions and then is, you know, pretty fair, I think. Yeah, he's very diplomatic, which is why it was great when he told Kira to do that. And then we get to see her on the flip side of like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And they're like, mm-hmm. just going off, flying off the handle. We're like, <laughs> that's the other episode. That's not this episode. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Romulans, not Cardassians that you're thinking yeah. of. We'll get to that one. One of the space people with ridgy things and weird clothes, and she yelled at him. Okay, I am close enough. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is what we need a tracker for. Have, Do all aliens look the same to you? Is that, is that, is that going to be it moving forward? Is every time David mixes up the episodes because he can't keep track of stuff? Ding! Drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just going to do it on purpose. Like, our eyes will be like, I'll fucked be dead. up. Yeah. Yeah, really if you guys start up. messing with me on purpose, I'm going to be like, wait, what episode? <laughs> How many did I watch? He won't even know. You won't know. We'll just make shit up. You're like, you're watching Deep Space Nine? We're on Voyager. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Phil, what's, what's your... What's the one with that Quantum Leap guy? I don't know. It's weird. <gasps> <laughs> Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest. Uh, no, uh, Phil, what are your thoughts on, on this one? What did you um, take away from this? Uh, I don't know if I took away anything, but it's it's a really interesting episode. And I, I've the prophecy thing is is fine. Um, kind of everything we talked about. I, of course, the Cardassians have to try and sabotage it. The um, Obsidian Order. Yeah, Rajal or whatever her name was. Yeah, the, or Dajar, I guess. Um, yeah, she's like, and the, I love how the the other scientists ladies like straight called her out she's like she's from the obsidian order she did it she, she oh, sabotaged yeah. it oh yeah, yeah. that was they great when she threw about her the under the bus and everything she's like nope it was her she did it yeah they she's the problem her it's the her <laughs> then cisco's like oh this is making more sense now because cardassi was never really for the alliance and the peace treaty and you gotta love the wasn't. We yeah. just had that episode about the Vedic that got sick during the peace treaty talks. So I love how they like Brile. going with it's it. Still like, now we have this. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. This Brile. Actual effects. Mm. Actual. Uh, what do they call it? Not circumstances. Uh, la, 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 when stuff happens and repercussions. Results, repercussions. repercussions. There you yeah. go. That's the big old word I was looking for. Consequences. That was it. I knew it was a C word. You're the C word. <laughs> The consequences? Consequence, 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 consequence. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and, and I like and Glora makes out with O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, well, she gets a little touchy feely. Um, but I like the scientists too, where she's like, "Oh, the scientists were allowed to not have Cardassian food," and they're like, "We don't like it. We fucking hate <laughs> Cardassian food." 
Yeah. What do Kardashians? I've I've understood now that Ferengi, and I, I'm sure it's not from this episode, so leave me alone. But the Ferengis eat bug stuff because he orders the bug juice from the replicator. But like, yeah, it seems like Klingons eat meat stuff meat. for the most part, like just meaty seafood. Straight up, yeah, straight but up still alive. That usually. And then alive. Ferengis are mostly bugs, and then you've got you know Vulcans and humans eat roughly the same stuff. I think I don't know if they've gone into Vulcan cuisine much. Vulcans so what are, is it that Kardashians? Vulcans are vegetarians. Yeah. Oh, that that fits. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What are the Cardassians? Cardassians? Well, okay. I, I, I think and, it's just and, really bland, is what it sounds like. So correct me if I'm Nazi, wrong, because I think military rations. Because <laughs> I think because Cardassians are kind of more that like lizard aspect. They eat more like you know eggs and like because I, I think back to the that uncooked egg from the TNG episode where they kidnapped uh, Jean Jean Luc. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has to like mm-hmm. eat that that egg raw. Um, that is one of the only times we've seen them. Address food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Taspar egg. egg. Yeah. Lots of teas. I'm trying to see what other references there are to it. Well, and but then they drink like canar and stuff, you know, alcohol. So they. Yeah. His canar went bad. I felt bad for him. I did feel bad for him. I was like, he's been storing that and keeping it, and they all kind of were like, "You're not supposed to have this," but he's been saving it for a proper occasion. And then they're just like, "Oh." It's vinegar now. <laughs> is it is canar like a like a wine or like a like a hard alcohol? That's, that's what I was, was looking to see. I, got. Yeah. I was looking to see what it was what it's distilled out of, but there's not really anything about it yet. Well, and it's in that twisty bottle like the Romulan ale was um, that we had mm-hmm. at, at Star Trek Las Vegas. So yeah, so they they make it or they put it in the bottle, but I don't know if it's a wine or if it's like a hard alcohol or like what's the or Earth equivalent. Oh, if it's like more whiskey than a wine, gotcha. Yeah, there's not really any information about it. Like what it's, it's made for. It's made not a synthahol, we know that. No, it it's is the like real an stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like my guess. My guess would be it's like a wine because when they said the canar went bad because of its age, it's almost like mm-hmm. an improperly stored wine. How it sours. Yeah, because most hard alcohols don't. Most hard alcohols won't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's a good Well, hard alcohol than it is. Or at least it's it's made of something fermented. Something sugary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's a fermentation process that happens in Canar. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all the stuff with the prophecy comes true, and um, they're able to have a communications array in the Delta Quadrant, which I think is is, like, I get why they're doing it. But then the other part of me is like, why won't the the founders just like destroy it? I, well, that is I mean, kind of what I, I figured. I guess you'd have to have like a you'd have Somewhere to have to like an outpost it. on the other side, yeah, to to hold on to. Who are they trying to talk to? I guess is the better question. It's just to do like pro or if if ships do go there, then at least they'll have a communication back. Yeah, and I'm to, sure, and I'm sure that it has a sensor array too, so it'll give them some advanced warning if. Yeah, if, like an armada is coming or something. I guess that's true. So if it did get destroyed, then they'd be like, oh, it stops, you know, signaling, you know, something's wrong. So yeah. give a few oh, minutes true. notice. Kind of a permanent advanced sensor. That makes sense. Yeah. It sends, I think... it sends back a picture of a giant warship firing a torpedo at it. <laughs> and then it goes, boom. <laughs> um, so I know we're still, and this is going to be a very nitpicky thing. I, and I know we're still early in the Dominion War, and basically we're we're still dealing with kind of uh, the Alpha Quadrant stuff. Um, 
but I feel like it's like they like I don't know they're building towards something, but it's like there's those moments in the episodes where like oh yeah there's there's this because of the Dominion War, but let's talk about you know Frankie problems. Like it's 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 there, but it, we're well, not really getting anything from it. It's definitely yeah. A slow the Dominion burn. is there. We yeah. don't really have a war yet, so. When does that kick in? Is that like not till later. four or five? Oh, okay. So it's still kind of. Yeah, this is still shit. like the touchy feely kind of introductory stuff to the Dominion, the Founders, the Jemadar. Yeah. We're, I want we're more still kind now. Of, I know. This is touchy feely? Yeah, this is kind of the like the slow <laughs> burn to get into it. Yeah, people are building their well, armadas. It's definitely a slow build, slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, let's see. Quark isn't really up to anything. Um, Odo a doesn't change. Shenanigans in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Odo doesn't change anything, and no one dies. It's a bland episode. Just a bottle of Canard dies. There's a lack of la- lack of shenanigans. Yeah. There is. Okay. I guess, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's me. David, what's your your Davometer and thoughts on this one? So I do like how they handled this. Um, just the general concept of whether he's the emissary or not, if he believes in himself in a way, and how much Kira believes in him in order to potentially circumvent her Starfleet role or position on the station. I don't know. I feel like it's a weird one to pin down. <laughs> yeah. And yes, that's what she said. So. Why would she say that's a weird one to pin? That's a. What are you into? <laughs> You'll have to keep listening to find that out. Let's so many see. questions. I think I'm gonna give this one a a seven, and I can't. The thing is, I can't figure out why. It's got all the aspects <laughs> that I would think I'd want, but it still came in a little dull. You know what I, I mean? I can see that. Yeah, it's like yeah. Okay. Did they ever show the third person that was supposed to join the two scientists, the Cardassians? Because when they're like three snakes and then they're like, oh, it's only two. And that's when Kira kind of starts believing is when they're like, oh, our other person's going to show up tomorrow. I don't even remember if there was a third person. That's how little yeah. I was able to pay attention by the end. Yeah, you had Ulani and Gilora, who were the scientists. I don't remember the names. And then you had um, it was the Dajar, Dajar, who was the Obsidian Order person. Yeah, the- oh... Okay. So it was the two scientists and then the chick who was trying to pretend. See, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, did, I couldn't pay attention. And I, I got at the end, like, that the prophecy came true in a way unexpected, but I, I wasn't able to follow their uh, spaghetti strands or mental well, the, gymnastics so that they were doing the, to get there. So the three vipers are actually the three pieces of the comet yeah. that then left the door oh, right, open. There was a comet. Yeah, not, not the three people. Not yeah. the three Cardassians. Right. So, yeah, it left the, like, selenium uh, just enough so that the communication array would work. So the wormhole's always kind of, like, slightly open. It's just opened it a bit. It's not selenium. It's called something else. I just yeah. No, no, I know. But do you know, how I, do you know how I learned and remember what selenium is? What? There was a Wait. wonderful movie in the early 2000s called Evolution. Oh. David Duchovny and Julianne Moore. <laughs> oh, God, no wonder I missed it. Well, and there's two two students that are these two big dudes, and they're just idiots. They play around all the time, and they figure out that the aliens, if you follow the the periodic table, that ar- selenium is like their arsenic. And they're like, well, where are we going to get all this selenium to kill all these things? And they're like, oh, yeah, we got that. And they're like, how do you know that? You don't know anything. And they realize that it's in the head and shoulders shampoo, so they take that and fill up a... 
<laughs> a fire oh, and spray the aliens with it and it kills them. Spoiler yeah. alert. We should do that movie on the movie club, Jeff. That's one of my favorites. We could do Evolution. That's been a while since I've seen that. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. You know, so, that one. so one of the things that I was thinking as I watched this this episode is that so they're like, oh, there's a rogue comet. Let's just destroy it. And then I think back to all the other, like, you know, Strange New World episodes where there's that comet, but it's like a holy relic. I'm like, what if there's some, like, civilization who worships this comet? And they're like, oh, it's going to come back in five years. Or, like, maybe it, like, alters something during, like, gravitational waves of, of a planet and they just fucking destroy it with no regard for the consequences of it. Oh, the Prime Directive definitely only kicks in if you can see a direct result of it. Other than that, they do not care. Well, I mean, we we saw it in TNG in the inner light. The the uh, the the probe was just yeah. it it had been in space for so long that it had picked up enough debris that it looked like a comet. Yeah, and they, 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 had melt, they had to melt down the the uh, the shell to get to the core of where the probe. Think was. about it. If they had killed Voyager, the Voyager uh, probe, then they would never have gotten V'ger in that stupid ass movie. <laughs> anyway. no but i I just thought it was funny how they're like "Eh, blow it up like what if uh, again what if there's some society where they worship this thing and they're like well now there's no god comment you know then they're gonna think that their their world comes to an end they just fuck somebody over you're absolutely right i mean think about even a thousand or two thousand years ago on this planet where people looked at Halley's comet and like expected that to come around they would think that if that didn't appear that could be the end of the world that could cause like cataclysmic chaos amongst societies. But that's what I mean. Anytime they invoke the prime directive, it's always because of a very clear and direct thing that they're doing. They don't think that far ahead. Nobody's playing 3d chess in star Trek with this stuff. They're just like, it's a direct line checkers. Yeah. (laughs) It's checkers. (laughs) Checkers. Yeah. Um, No, I, uh, solid. I thought it was a good episode. Um, yeah, you get more of the Cardassian stuff. You get some more of the the Bajoran faith, which I, is interesting to learn more about. Um, yeah, I thought it was a decent episode. Hmm. I agree. That's it. Agreed. Cool. All right. Um, this will come out. Yeah, this will come out before Vegas. I'll be in Vegas, so come say hi. I'll be wandering around. But you can buy me a drink. Oh, can they now? Oh, oh they can. I don't have any. <laughs> they can. Courteous of you. <laughs> I know, right? Um, oh God, I see. I, I didn't plan ahead. I didn't buy any. You don't have any nerd trick shirts at all. You had I've like gotten rid of them several. all. I've sent them to people, and I what did not pre-order. Or in like Vegas last year, did you wear something and then send it to somebody? I wore my own shirt. I'm not going to give my own shirts to people. That no one wants that. Yeah, the shirt off of his own them? back. Why would you want my shirt? It's a two X. That's my point. Don't you still have them? My own shirts that I wear. Yes, you two, had nerd trick shirts that you stains. wore. Want that. No you one wants my shirt. Them away. Why would I give someone the shirt that I wore and like sweated in? Yeah, we're saying the same thing. So why don't you still have that shirt? Did you I give do. it away? No. So you, so I you don't do have nerd trick shirts. Oh my god. I do not I don't have shirts to give away to people. Ah God Jesus Christ. That's what I fucking said. I don't have <laughs> swag to give to people. Who's on who's on first? What? What's happening? <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, all right, David. One, of you, what we one job that you have. 
Damn. <laughs> righty. I find out what's your nerd trick at thenerdtrick.com. We got links to social media stuff. You can see our faces. You can buy our stuff. And whenever you are done uh, playing profit on your time, you can go ahead and give us a five star rating and review, and we'll give it a and we'll read it out on the air. And whenever you're done doing that, go check out Nerd Trick Movie Club, where we've got talking about movies and stuff with Jeff and people. <laughs> just spiral. Wow, this one just fell I'm off, going, off the I'm rails going full fast, doesn't it? I'm going full Kara at this point. <laughs> tell <laughs> tell your, your grandmother about us. Tell your grandma. Yeah. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. And we, we will you, catch Kara. you on the next one. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See ya. Thank you.